the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. And hey, 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 hey here we are for one more two-hour segment of Come Together San Diego. This is exciting. You know, I, I didn't know I had so many best friends until we began this broadcast and all, all the multitude of people that are going to be joining you and I, my listening friend, on this show. This remarkable. You know, the, 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 there's a phrase that says, what goes around comes around. Back when we began this show months ago, the first caller into the show was represented by this church who's going to be co-hosting with us in this segment. And I, I want to introduce you to Aaron Dunn. He is the <clears throat> one of the two wild and crazy pastors. <laughs> and I say that in the most unique and humble way. Of uh, The name of the church is uh, Living Word Community Church in South Bay. Uh, Pastor Aaron, good to have you. Great to be here. And thanks. your beloved wife. How are you doing, Mary Heather? I'm good. Hi, Very good. We're going to spend some time. You know, my friend, San Diego is burgeoning with different churches that have a heart for unity. And in my few years, uh, actually decades, uh, embracing this, um, the one area to me that I didn't understand the unity going on the most was in in the South Bay. I didn't know what was going on in the South Bay because I'm a kind of middle San Diego County, up north kind of a guy. And discovering things that are going on in the South Bay. Are you kidding me? Aaron, it's good to see that you have a heart for unity in the body of Christ in San Diego County, down in the South. That's that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us just a little bit about uh, you, you know your church, and I, I would invite Mary Heather to jump on in anytime you want to. So let's spend the first time kind of uh, setting the stage for what's going on in, in, in the South Bay, and, and you're, which, you're like Chula Vista area? We're actually South San Diego, south San so Diego. it's actually just south of Chula Vista. Yes, and it's we border right. We're really close to Imperial Beach, but yes. we're on the other side of I five. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, there's a lot of other churches down there that have similar hearts, aren't there? Absolutely. All right, we're yep. going to talk through the whole this one whole hour. We're going to talk a lot about those things as well. But uh, kind of give me an overview of your church and uh, Living Word Community Church in South Bay. You bet. So Living Word Community Church is a non-denominational church, um, a smaller congregation. Yes. Um, but we very vibrant church. It's been in the community since the uh, mid-70s. And I have, obviously have not been the pastor there that long, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's been in the community for a long time. Yes. And it's, uh, it's a great church. We call it home. Um, we're excited to you know pastor that church. Yes, yes. And you, one of the things I like is you guys have been grabbing on to hands of other churches and other pastors in that area. And uh, Mary Heather, tell us a little bit about that and also kind of blend it in with some of the curriculum that you you guys are doing there. Yes, we have quite a large facility. So yeah. we, we do want to include other churches in using the facility and having it really be for the community like it is in the name. Didn't I see other nationalities involved with other church yes. expressions there? Absolutely. So from our patio, our large patio, 
we have a great view of Tijuana. So uh-huh. we're right on the border, right there. <laughs> we have partnered with Grupo Unidad of Tijuana, yes. uh, Grupo Unidad San Diego, and they have service. We have a one o'clock service. So actually, we don't even call it them and us. We say, oh, the 930 people. Oh, yes. the one o'clock people. I love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's been, uh, we just celebrated last month our one year anniversary of our partnership. Yes. So we have Carlos Godoy here, Pastor Car- Carlos. And we're going to have him yeah, come absolutely. on and, and share some things. Uh, that are going on not only south of the border, but north of the border and how God is blending those things together. How remarkable. So stay tuned for that, my listening friend. Other things. Didn't I see some other church expressions as well? Uh, Some other nationalities? Or are you embracing any other uh, denominations or anything? We have churches that, um, you know, relationships that come and visit often. Vietnamese church. Uh, Last night we had a Shabbat meal and we had some visitors that were at our table from a Nigerian church. And so uh, that was a really blessed time. So we we have open doors for people to come and experience different things with us and, and worship the Lord together with us. Yes. My listening friend, did you notice what she said? She said during the Shabbat meal. Yes. And one of the things that really drew me to you, Pastor Aaron, was the, the fact that you do embrace many of the Hebrew festivals and feasts and traditions, and uh, you help extrapolate the truths that God has buried within them uh, and uh, they're scriptural, and they also give us greater understanding of what God's doing in his church today. Absolutely. We do celebrate the biblical feasts, Yes, and we, uh, we find that it's a very rich heritage. We are grafted into the root of Abraham, so yes. uh, we want to know as much as we can about what that means. Yes. And so uh, it's, it's, it's a journey. Um, by, we definitely celebrate it as Christians, but uh, we are very excited to, to learn about that and to delve into that. And I, it's only made our faith stronger as yes, Christians. Yes. Could, get, during one of the segments, could we please, please, please talk about that? You bet. I love it. My listening friend, get, buckle up because we're going to talk. You know, these are some things that I've been, God's been opening my eyes to over the decades as I've been studying the Scripture. And when you realize that God has the Hebrew truths uh, embedded within in Scripture, sometimes we Gentile Christians, we go, oh, that was back then. No, au contraire. These things are powerful for us today as well. We're going to delve a little bit with uh, Pastor Aaron uh, in that as well. Absolutely. So we've got about uh, three or four more minutes in this segment. Is there anything else that you want to share about your fellowship in particular and uh, uh, Mary, uh, Heather, you as well? Anything else that you want to share about what's going on? Well, I know we're going to talk uh, about the biblical feast. Yes, and, yes. About teaching on that, but we, we definitely... Um, are in a time of celebrating the biblical feast right now, yes. and we try to make that something for our children and uh, a teaching opportunity, as well as um, just being engaged with what that means um, with the whole life of the church. Yes. So um, that's definitely something we're doing. And as far as our church goes, I mean, we are constantly looking to find a way to reach our community. Yes. And, and Living Word Community Church, to me, community is a big part of what we're about. And so um, I think. Uh, I think having Carlos here, having Dante here, where we are looking for ways to reach our community. Yes. And so... Um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> My friend, so he's mentioned a few names here, and they're sitting in the studio, but we're not unleashing them until a different segment because we want to make sure that you know who you're talking with here. I know sometimes as I listen to a broadcast and they have 150,000 people, and they go, and here's... And you go, what? what, what huh? So we're going to try to bring these people in uh, sequentially so that you can know with whom you speak and you can uh, ascribe God's greatness through their lips. 
<laughs> and so, you know, one of the other things we're going to talk about in a segment is something that you, you've reached out with some other pastors in South Bay, haven't you, Pastor Aaron, and uh, are planning some kind of wild and crazy things. Right. We are, we are, one of the reasons we were on to, right now to talk about is what we're calling uh, South Bay Revival. Oh, and say that again. South, South Bay, Bay Revival. Revival. That's correct. <laughs> so we are, uh, we're partnering with Grupo Unidad and we are looking to reach out to other churches as well in the South Bay to uh, actually just believe for God to move and revival in South Bay. Yes. And for there to be um, just, you know, just make his name great. Make his name great. Make his name glorious, as the scripture says. My friend, as you look around, many of you are listening in San Diego County. It doesn't take a, 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 a person of prophetic bent to realize that God is doing some amazing things throughout the county. You know, at any given time, there will be activities going on in South Bay and North County and East Bay, East County, all over San Diego County. And sometimes it's hard to just know everything that's going on. But we just pray that God just opens up uh, your uh, understanding and you get a sense of what's going on in different places. And uh, you can go to uh, uh, either Come Together San Diego on the website and you can find out a little bit more about what's going on throughout the county. Or you can go to www.kprz.com and you can find a calendar there. <clears throat> I would say that the calendar is not fully fleshed out yet. I mean, but, but because there's always different people doing different things all the time. And my friend, it's exciting to know that God's got his, I'm going to say this, uh, he got, he's got his heart pounding in San Diego County. And uh, he wants us to do uh, his stuff to collectively. Uh, uh, one wise word uh of, of wisdom from you, Pastor Aaron, as we break for a commercial, we encourage our listeners. Well, yes, we encourage you to uh, stay tuned. <laughs> I like it. He's a radio, he must be a radio yeah. guy. <laughs> stay tuned because better and more, more conversation about South Bay Revival is yet to be heard. Oh, that's right. And it's, a lot of it's yet to be, even be created in the minds and hearts of the people that are here. And God says, I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> We're going to talk more about not only the South, South, South Bay, but in future, in the, in the following hour, we're going to actually go to Ghana, Africa. Are you kidding me? Buckle up, my friends, and we will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hey, welcome back. I'm excited to share with you some more truths that uh, God is stirring up uh, in His Word, but also in different areas of San Diego County, including the Living Word Community Church in South Bay, pastored by uh, Aaron Dunn and Mary Heather Dunn and their team. We brought some of their team members here as well with some other uh, insights. We knew you would enjoy that. But I want to share something with you, because one of the things that really drew my attention, Aaron, and thanks for co-hosting with me, by the way. You bet. <laughs> one of the things that drew my attention, Pastor Aaron, is that you guys are uh, unapologetic about teaching about the feasts and festivals of God. That's correct. And, and I, I love that. You know, one, my friend, one of the scriptures I quote, and I'm going to quote it again, is in Psalm 89 and verse 15. This is the amplified version. Listen to this because a lot of people may not get the nuances of the value of the feast, but this paints a pretty nice and clear picture. It says, Blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are the people that know the joyful sound symbolized by the feasts of the Lord. 
They walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. So when you understand that God has strategies within his festivals and feasts, within his biblical months, within the, the whole Hebraic heart cry, then you can get a greater depth of understanding what Jesus taught. Because guess what? He was a Hebrew. And he embraced the Pentateuch and the, the prophets and the Psalms of the Old Testament. In fact, much of his teaching was reflected in that. And then he gave the New Testament nuances tied to that. But if you want to really understand what he's talking about by digging into the calendar biblical months and by digging into the feasts and festivals, uh, you're going to get some nuances that will open your eyes. You want to talk just a little bit about that, Pastor Aaron? You bet. Um, yeah, so what I always say is that God has a different calendar than we do. <laughs> and, you know, it's I know whenever I want to uh, sync my calendar up with my wife's, we'll sit down and we'll look at each other's what we have planned. And if I don't have something, then I realize I'm missing it. So um, I just feel like if God has a calendar and it's right there in the Bible, then I want to sync my calendar with his calendar. Exactly. And so we do know that in uh, Deuteronomy 16, 16, it says three times you are to present yourself unto the Lord. And there's three pilgrimage feasts that are clearly, you know, right there for us to see. And uh, so what we, we teach is that this is not a legalism. This is an opportunity. And we also know that Jesus, like you said, was a Hebrew. He celebrated the biblical feasts as well as the apostles, yes, yes. as well as the early Christian church. And so, the more I can enrich my life by, you know, reading about these, studying these feasts, and learning about them, it's going to make me so much more aware of what it's what the Bible says. Yes, yes. And uh, Mary Heather, I know that you, you and he, you're talking about the calendar. One one thing I appreciate with my wife's calendar, she goes, "Isn't this Sunday? Aren't we supposed to be going to church?" Or I mean, I'm being a little facetious, but you know what I mean. I mean, there may be some very obvious things to one that the other person goes, oh, yeah, thank you for helping me, uh, helping me understand that. And are you, do you teach about the feast or do you let, him, you let him speak on that? He does a lot of the speaking, the teaching, but um, there's a lot of, I'm very practical, yes. and I feel like the Lord is too in a lot of ways. There's things that we can do to include our children yes. to um, make it very practical for them so they can understand um, very practical ways. This is a time that you can give gifts. And um, so we have that. We have a gift exchange and meals together. And um, we we teach about, we have a wilderness walk. We talk about the children of Israel and how oh. they mobilized. And the, there was a cloud by day and a fire by night. And so you, you have to make it fun. We teach about what the tabernacle looked like. We, we teach, and we show them. They build their own little, um, <laughs> we have sukkahs. So oh, that's I the, like all the, um, with, and we talk about how they're to be built with three sides closed and the branches on top. Mm-hmm. We actually have one right now, um, right outside our sanctuary on our patio. We have a, a in, model sukkah that you can sit in and in you can honor, have. In honor of the Feast of Tabernacles. Exactly. You can exactly. meditate on him. You can just kind of, it's small, but you can just kind of get a sense for what it feels like. And, and there is an anointing on this time. So oh, yes. I help oh, with the, the practical side, I guess, of yes. teaching the children. Yes, yes. Any other further thoughts on that, Aaron? Well, I think she did a great job explaining the sukkah is something that, to me, if it's a perpetual feast. That's yes. what it says in Leviticus 23 many times. This is something we're, we're, we're going to be doing for a long time. In fact, I believe in the kingdom, we're still going to be celebrating the, you know, the Feast of Tabernacles. Yes, we are. So this thing about looking at this picture, because every year you know, what, the, what the Jewish people do is they build the sukkahs, and they remember when they were in the wilderness. They remember at the time where they lived by the cloud by day, the fire by night, and they, had, they ate the manna and the water that came from the brook. 
And so it's really a time to connect with a time when they live in the presence of God. Yes. And so it, this, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. So you can teach this to our children. This is a teaching opportunity to really say this, this is a time of harvest. This is a time of reflection. It's a time of community. Yes. And it's a really a time to connect our, our lives back to going back to the wilderness when, we, you know, the children of Israel, they lived in, in the presence of God. Yes. And, and so you go in the sukkah and you get rid of all the, Ooh. you know, all the stuff that's holding you back, all the technology, you know, now, I don't personally do that because to me it's more of a, you know, we don't go, we don't actually live in our sukkah, but you know, if you, we were going to be really into it, we would, but to, to us, it's more just the picture. Yes. Look at this picture and, and have this, you know, show us what we should look for today and how we're living our lives. Yes. Yes. My friend, just for your information, we are entering into one of the most revered times on the Hebrew Jewish calendar right now, right now. We've just celebrated on September 10th, Rosh Hashanah, but it's also known as the Feast of Trumpets. And in Scripture, in Leviticus 23, it talks about the, the, the celebration of this, this time frame right now that's called the Fall Feasts, and we are into it right now. And it's the, the Rosh Hashanah is the blowing of trumpets. By the way, you ever see anything in the Scripture that talks about the blowing of trumpets? I mean, look in the book of Revelation, you'll, you'll see it a lot of different places, and blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm in God's holy mountain, and you'll find it in, in Joel, and you'll find it throughout the Psalms, and, and a lot of the, the children of Israel blew trumpets, and that's what God is doing now in the United States, San Diego County, and the world. He's going, the trumpet's blasting. He's saying, pay attention, because I'm doing stuff, and I want you attentive to what's happening there. And so that that's the first part of this, uh, the, the fall festival is the Rosh Hashanah and, and the Feast of Trumpets. Right, Feast of Trumpets, and then on Tuesday night, I believe, is uh, Day of Atonement, yes. or Yom Kippur, and then we, after seven days, and we head into the Feast of Sukkoth, or Tabernacles, yes, yes. and that is the time when it's just like everyone is it's a, uh, in-gathering, it's a time of being family, of community, and actually just being, like, celebrated in His presence. Yes, and if you, you know, a lot of people go, but this, this is Old Testament stuff. No, it isn't, not necessarily. In fact, the Day of Atonement was known as the Day of Fasting and uh, humbling yourself before the Lord because this was the day in the Old Testament, it was a day of visitation. This was the time where God visited his people and he forgave them for their sins. Of course, the, that forgiveness and the shedding of the innocent animal's blood uh, would relate to us today of Jesus Christ's innocent blood. But in, back in the, those days, that forgiveness of sin only lasted only lasted a short period of time, then, then Israel kind of blew it again and again and again. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is God wants to purge us and cleanse us, and these are seen clearly in the feasts, aren't they? That's exactly right. The, our Christian experience is actually symbolized in all three feasts. Yes. I mean, if you think about Passover, is, is that's when we become a Christian. Yes, We yes. take the blood of Christ, we put it on our heart, and Pentecost is when we receive the Holy Spirit. You know, that's when we have the Comforter. He comes and he, and he, and he starts to guide us and lead us. And really, tabernacles is is that lifestyle of sanctification that we're all looking to live. Yes, it's when we're going to live in His presence, and we're going to learn how to stay in His presence. Yes, you know, and so it's that maintaining that spiritual hunger that we're to look at. Yes, and and God says, I want to instruct you on these things because God, when He instructs us on th- these things, we we have, a, you know, life isn't always in neutral or vanilla. Sometimes it has high times, sometimes it has low times. And if we want to understand how to deal with each one of those times, if we understand the truths embedded within his feasts and festivals and even his months, 
will understand that these things, there's nuggets in, in even your lowest of low times. And uh, seeking God's face, you know, in, in, the, in the Scripture it talks about the Day of Atonement. And uh, that's coming up, by the way, the celebration of the Day of Atonement is like around September 18th, 19th, and so forth uh, of this this, uh, month. And this is a time for, the Scripture says, affliction of soul. A lot of people interpret that that as being a time for fasting or at least time for just hitting the ground and saying, God, I've blown it many times. I need your intervention. So, my friend, that may be something that's a very important, big importance to you, that God wants to say, uh, acknowledge me. You know, the scripture talks about if my people who are called by my names will humble themselves and pray uh, and seek my face. That humble themselves and pray really speaks highly about this, the day of atonement, which is upcoming. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. Um, and, you know, one of the things that about these feasts, it says, do not come empty handed. Ooh. So I feel like you just bring who you are. You bring what, what the Lord's working in your heart and your spirit. You bring it to the Lord. You, it's a it's a time that he's set. He said, this is my calendar. I've appointed this time. Ooh. So that's what he has on his calendar. Then I'm going to put it on my calendar as well. Ooh, I like and now I'm, I'm going to come bringing what he's working in my life and what he's, and he's creating in my heart. Yes. Knowing that, like you said, it's cyclical. There um, you go. There's always opportunity where he's going to blow the trumpet for something new. But I also am going to be maturing. I'm going to be growing. And I'm going to be coming, bringing who I am to him in his presence and believing for more. Pastor, and how, how remarkable is that? You know, my listening friend, there's so much in the Bible. If we just, you know, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the honor of kings to find it out. There's so much buried truth here in Scripture. And if we can just have the presence of heart and mind to just dig it out. And there are people around and pastors and different pastorates around San Diego County that are embracing this. And Pastor, your church is one of those that, that does this. And you, you're teaching this throughout the year, are you not? Yes, I am. Yes, yes, yes. The Living Word Community Church in South Bay. And what's the address again? It's 950 Garland Drive, San yes. Diego. Okay, is there a website? Uh, there is, www.livingwordsd.org. Very good. Say it one more time if you would, Pastor Aaron. Sure, livingwordsd.org. Well, Pastor Aaron Dunn and uh, Mary Heather Dunn, thank you. And we're going to stay, you, you're with us for the whole hour, so we're going to talk some more, and we're going to talk about some other people that uh, attend uh, that your church as well and their insights because, you know, it's one thing to hear a pastor speak, but it's also another thing to hear the body of Christ in that church speak. So we're going to get a little nuance of that. And my listening friend, this is going to be an inspiration to you, no matter, no matter where you're attending or if you're not attending, this might be a good, uh, uh, especially if you're in the South Bay Area, this might be something good that you might want to find out more about. Uh, co-pastor Aaron Dunn, thank you. Uh, when I say co-pastor, I meant co-host is what I really meant to say. Sorry about that. No problem. But I, I guess co-pastor works yeah. also, doesn't sure. it? This is your church. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, we've just begun having the great fun. Stay with us, and we will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And welcome back. I know you're excited because I'm excited too. Uh, Aaron Dunn, uh, Pastor Aaron Dunn uh, of the uh, Living Word Community Church in South Bay is my co-host and he's brought along his entourage. 
You know, one of the things, Aaron, that I've noticed, and you can confirm this as well, but, you know, it's nice to hear about pastors, but when you really want to find out about a church and, and, and a community, you talk to the people in that community. Wouldn't you say that's true? That's absolutely correct. Yes. So uh, you, you brought someone along uh, who you wanted to uh, grill, I mean, to talk about, <laughs> to talk with, and why don't you introduce our uh, guest for this segment? You bet. Uh, the uh, Dante... This is this guy needs no introduction, but I will inter- introduce him. <laughs> this this uh, Dante Patom. Can you say your last name for me? Palmentuan. There you go. Palmentuan. Yes. Palmentuan. I'm. I told you two, two palm trees. Palmentuan. <laughs> and I told you I was going to probably mess it up a few times, and you'd have to forgive me. You're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor Aaron, one of the things that I I know is we began the show several months ago, and the first caller to call into the radio show was Dante. And he goes, I can't believe that you're doing unity in the body of Christ. We're down in South Bay and we're doing stuff as well. Do you remember that time, Dante? That was uh, earlier this year. Yeah, you were February. Doing the 40 Days of Hope. 40 Days of Hope, and, yes. Uh, that was not a coincidence. Oh, I was listening were, to that. And you were driving in the car? Driving in the car and I heard, your, I heard the voice and it's, I need to call you. Oh, that was, so, we uh, were so thrilled yeah, with that. that was, we were uh, so thrilled with that. And my listening friend, um, we, we do that here. We... we Sometimes we open up the phone lines. In fact, let me just mention this because I'll have my uh, producers standing by on this call in line. But we do have a a call in number for those who want to uh, pray and it be prayed with. Uh, and we do have our counselors standing by. And let me give you a number, and they will be handy for you for this whole two hour period of time. That dedicated prayer line is eight five eight five three five ninety ninety. Once again, that's 858-535-9090. Call in, and we've got prayer warriors on the other end of the line to talk with you and to encourage you wherever you happen to be, spiritually speaking. They'll encourage you uh, and, and uh, give you some scriptures to empower you. So thank you for reminding me on that, Dante. And I'll tell you what, it was so great to, you know, what, we, we starting the show and we're going, I hope there's at least one person listening. <laughs> and you called in and it just thrilled all of our hearts. Well, I I really appreciated the uh, the prayers that yeah. uh, you know that came from that. Yes, and uh, for for our church and for our community there in the South Bay, and that that's when I was telling you that yes. God is moving there. Yes, in South Bay. So, and, give from from an, a, a parishioner's perspective, what's going on in South Bay? You're are you, are you retired? Are you working at an organization or something? What do you do? Oh well, I'm a realtor yes. in, in in the South Bay, Imperial yes. Beach. Uh, I'm a homeowner down there, and also drive for Lyft. Uh, that's yes, that's yes. what I do, and uh, get around the community. Yes. But, um, uh, you know, I'm a fairly new uh, church member. Uh, I was uh, invited to attend the church, yes. um, and I was just very attracted to the, uh, the leadership and the open hearts that uh, pastors uh, Aaron and Mary Heather Yes. Uh, in their services and in our worship time. That's so good. And uh, I felt that, uh, you know, the Lord was speaking to me, and and if the Lord is telling me to have some ideas right. and share it with them, yes. uh, that they would be open, and if they weren't open, they could, they could kill me later. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of churches around, and you want to find one that suits what God has called you to do. And, I, right. I, and Aaron, I believe that the, one of the things that I'm hearing uh, is that uh, you guys are so open-hearted that you're kind of like magnets in the community. Do you want to ask uh, uh, Dante a question or two? You bet. So I would just say that 
I tell Dante this, that he lives, he's a visionary. He lives outside the box <laughs> and uh, I tend to live in the box. So it's good to have guys like this around because they are constantly challenging you yes. to honestly go to the Lord and pray about, you know, he'll come to me and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. And what do you think? And um, so I just thought what would be awesome is to hear from Dante. First of all, even if you just want to give a testimony, yes, um, that would be great. Cause I love, I loved your testimony. And then um, maybe we can talk about just what the Lord put on your heart for, because you do have such a heart for the South Bay, and what just the vision that you came, you know, presented yes. to us. So you have three seconds. So go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, God first, uh, and I think the South Bay community. We've, uh, I felt that ever since I've lived there uh, in Imperial Beach, uh, we've been there's been some kind of oppression down there, you know, in terms of keeping keeping the lord from from doing his his work there and um when i called into the radio station and um yes that 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 idea of uh having a revival starting at uh the borderfield state park uh and, and working their way back up to the coast um i wanted to share that uh idea and uh it was god is moving and shaking in the south bay and it's a good starting point for yes. San Diego County. Now, it's the it, southwesterly most point. <laughs> that's right. A lot of people see San Diego, but the, the southern it's, South Bay as kind of the feet of California, yeah. but as a lot of people say, as California goes, oftentimes so goes the nation. We want to redeem, have God redeem California, right. and why not start in San Diego? Right. And that's so close to the border, you know, and there's God's moving in there in that country as well with Mexico. So, and I know we'll, we'll introduce... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do Carlos, yeah, in right. one of the other segments. Right. Yes, indeed. You know, there's yeah. a scripture, and I'm going to ask you to speak to this too, Pastor Aaron. And that is, in Hebrews, it says, Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, and so much the more edifying one another, so much the more as you see the day approaching. And there is a coming a day where the the church of Jesus Christ has to do our bidding. We have to be do what we've been called to do so that the because the fields are so white and ready for harvest, we kind of have to assemble together. And I'm so honored to have you and some of your South Bay constituencies here because uh, God wants us to assemble together. I want to talk a little bit about the value of assembling together and how God has assembled a unique group of your not only your parishioners but also other uh, pastors and leaders in South Bay. You bet. So we we always say, Mary Heather and I always say that um, I might see different churches, I might yes. see different cultures, but you know, there's only one church. Thank you. And Jesus only has one church. Yes. And he's the head of the church. And just like my head, my head is able to communicate to my hands, to my feet. My hand doesn't do anything independently of itself. So I believe that that's, that's what we're looking. We're looking to make him the head of the church. Yes. He is already the head, but we're just going to acknowledge that. Yes. So what we're trying to do is open that door to find more people that we're connected to in his body because it is his church. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mary Heather, you want to straighten, you, straighten him out? No, that's, that's <laughs> wonderful. I mean, we, we talk about John 17, that they only be one just as I and my father yes. are one. And that's really something that we're putting legs on. We want to Thank actually you. do that. We want to actually, we don't know how. There's no manual for this just by the leading of his Holy Spirit. So we're, we're just, we're here. We want to, Take a step. We yes. don't know how to do it or what we're doing, but God is moving in South Bay, and we're just crazy enough to believe that and then do something about it. Yes, yes. Dante? Yes, yes. It's about being bold and going out there, Ooh. getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, believe me, this is very, this is way out of my comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Um, you're so, handling it like uh, a pro. But 
you know, going out there and, and, and speaking boldly, yes. you know, about uh, how God is moving in South Bay. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, this is why we're here. I mean, we're, we have this idea of, of this revival in South Bay, and we want to we wanna make it big, and, you know, we want to help, uh, you know, the Lord. It, again, it's all God's will, and it's all God's glory. Yes, so. yes, yes. That's what. Uh, that's why we're here. I'm going to make a comment and ask you to speak to it, if you would, Pastor Aaron. And that is, the time for pew sitting is over. It's the time for the body of Christ to be activated in San Diego County. We're beginning to see that. But my listening friend, there are pastors that are beginning to get it more more than ever before. And they say, you know what? It's not you listening to my sermon. It's you being God's sermon. We, you you know. Scripture says you are our epistles known and read of all men. So in the minute or so we have left, you want to speak to that, Pastor Aaron? You bet. So my job is to work myself out of a job. <laughs> Ephesians 4, right? Ephesians 4, that uh, he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers so for good. the equipping of the saints. So my job is to equip. My job is to equip every congregant, every person who is part of the body of Christ as he's fit us in to his yes. church so that we can all be what we're to be. I mean, and so I should be working myself out of a job. That's true. This isn't about me trying to become a some some personality. This is about me like becoming less so he can be more. Oh, that's so good. That's a you know John the Baptist mentality as he was preparing the way for Jesus. He must increase while I must decrease. And that's you know our if we have a heart attitude like that, God says, oh, I can use that ministry. I can use that person. I can use that parishioner because they have the right heart, and I can impact other people just by their willingness to do this. And we're going to come back in a, in a moment or two. We've got one more segment to do. And who are we going to be talking with in the next segment, Pastor Aaron? We're going to be talking with Carlos Godoy from Grupo Unidad San Diego. Say that again, Group? Grupo Unidad. And, and if you don't understand Spanish, folks, that means the united group? One one group. One oneness group. I, I like. We're going to talk more about that in the next segment. Are you going to stay with me, Pastor Aaron? Absolutely. And uh, I think we'll, maybe we can get Mary Heather as well. And Dante, thanks for joining us for this segment. Stay with us. We're going to find out how uh, Spanish speakers and how Mexico plays a key role in what God is doing in Southern California and San Diego. So do not go away because we will be right back. <laughs> more. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And indeed, we are back, and we are uh, having just a great time with the Living Word Community Church in South Bay, San Diego County, with uh, Pastor Aaron Dunn and beloved wife, uh, Heather, uh, her name is Mary Heather. I don't want to m- make that major mistake, Mary Heather. And so we're going to, but, but we have somebody else that we want you to introduce because in the South Bay, one of the influences of South Bay, South Bay is very heavily in, influenced by the, the Spanish speaker and the people of, uh, of Spanish or Mexican heritage as well. And God loves all the peeps of the world and he desires to have us all come together in unity in the body of Christ. So a co-host, Aaron Dunn, why don't you do the introduction for our next guest for this segment? You bet. So this, uh, I'd like to introduce Carlos Godoy. He's the uh, Spanish-speaking pastor. Um, basically, he's from Tijuana. Yeah, right? I'm from Tijuana. Yes. yes. It's sure good to have you. Yeah, thank you very much. And so you, you're involved in uh, one of the uh, Hispanic uh, expressions in the church environment. Is it on Sunday as well? 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're we're on Sunday. Uh, we're we're based on uh, basically Grupo Unidad in TJ, but we wanted to uh, just just kind of uh, do something fresh, start something in San Diego. So that's when when we came to to Pastor Aaron, we talked about it, and uh, we had the opportunity to do something together on a partnership. Yes, and we're glad to 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 work together on the. Uh, Spanish-speaking community yes. in the South Bay area, and it's pretty r- rich in Spanish speakers, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we found uh, a lot of uh, Spanish-speaking uh, people, and we're we're just uh, blessed uh, to be there and to be a, a voice and to be uh, a heart uh, from 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 God, and just to talk from from God's heart to 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 our community. Yes, one of the things that really uh, struck my heart when we were talking during the break. Uh, when Aaron Dunn was talking about the Living Word Community Church in South Bay, he was saying, "We don't call this the Spanish portion of the church." He says, "This is the church. This is when this is when the next um, service happens, and it's, it's the Spanish." Yes, but we see ourselves as hum, uh, harmonized, uh, homogenized, if you will, together as one voice. One body, uh, Pastor. Anyone want to speak just briefly to that? And uh, I'm going to ask you if you would, Carlos, to do color commentary on what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So obviously, like Mary Heather said, we're three miles from uh, from the border. Yes. So we can we have a great view of uh, of the bull ring from where we're at. Um, so basically, we are. Um, you know, it makes total sense to have a Spanish speaking service. So. We partnered with Grupo. They actually came and asked if we would be interested, and to us it was like a no-brainer. Um, and then the more we got to know them, the more we got to uh, get a relationship, we found that we really are we're, we are the same family. Yes. You know, so it's just been a tremendous relationship, and we've been so blessed. In fact, I try to go to the 1 o'clock services. I don't go every week, but I try to go. I don't always understand, so I have someone translating, yes. which, which is great. But... Um, it's definitely one church, one you know, different expression, but one heart, one church, and it's just a worship to the Lord. We're so glad to be there. I have to smile a little bit because you really embrace the the Hispanic uh, church flavor, also, but you're into the Hebrew thing as well. I'm wondering if you're going to be multi, you know, multi-tongued. You, can you, why don't you do a service uh, with a little bit of Hebrew, a little bit of Greek, <laughs> a little bit of Spanish, and maybe just a touch of English as well. I'm not that smart, but I'm open for other people to come and, you know, to, to add into if they want uh, to. You know what I'd like to have you do, uh, yeah. Pastor Carlos, is I'd like to have you spend a minute uh, just praying in Spanish over our listeners, uh, God's blessing and grace, and uh, I'll let you do that, and then I will let you do a brief interpretation of tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Padre, en el nombre de Jesús, Señor, vengo uh, para dar una bendición, Señor, a cada persona que nos está escuchando en este momento, que sea tu Espíritu Santo sobre cada uno de ellos, Señor, que tú traigas un despertar en el corazón de cada uno mm. de ellos, Señor, que tú traigas un, un, un reavivar en sus vidas, Señor, y que sea tu Espíritu Santo, Padre. Y aquella persona que, que no sabe que, que eres tú, que no sabe que está tu presencia, que seas tú invitándolos a entrar, Señor, en este mover tuyo, mm. donde sea tu Espíritu Santo solamente, Dios, hablando a sus corazones, trayendo un despertar y un revivamiento, Señor, a sus vidas, a sus corazones, Señor. Clamamos por la unidad en el cuerpo de Cristo, pero también clamamos porque el nombre de Jesús 
sea exaltado por sobre todas mm. las cosas, por sobre todos los nombres y por sobre yes. todo en el nombre poderoso de Jesús. Amén. Amen. Uh, Pastor Carlos Godoy, and he's uh, the second service at the Living Word Community Church in South Bay, and help us understand exactly what you said. Because I'm going to be che checking you, make sure you yeah. properly interpret this. I'm just kidding, but go ahead. Uh, I, I just uh, was uh, just 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 giving a blessing, but I I I was reminded of a word in Genesis that uh, Jacob is is lie down on 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 a rock. Yes, uh, but he was he was asleep, so uh, he didn't realize that God's presence was there because he was asleep. So I just asked that we could have an awakening. Yes. we could have a revival. Uh, here in this South Bay area, because uh, if if we if we fall asleep, then the God's presence will be there, but we'll we'll, we'll be there sleeping. Yeah, Just, we'll miss it. Yeah, Come we'll on. miss it. Yeah, and we don't want that. Mm. We want to 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 understand that His presence is yes. here. There's a there's a ladder, and that ladder is Jesus Christ. Good, that's right. So, good. so so we need to to put our our eyes into that ladder and see that. God is here, Jesus Christ is here, and that He's doing something in our hearts, yes. and just, just opening our eyes for His presence, and just to have a, a South Bay area on, on an awakening yes, and yes, on yes. a revival. Yes, yes, we're going to talk just a little bit about that. But Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They're yes. all precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. No matter what color you are, what nationality you are, Jesus loves you. And because of the proximity of Mexico to San Diego, what a natural combination. So I know uh, that Mary Heather is going to remind me, Aaron, about the things that are coming up now. Should we let her uh, take the microphone for a minute or two? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pastor Aaron, how about you, uh, Mary Heather? What's going on in the South Bay that we need to know about? We've got about two Two to three minutes. Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, we are actually planning something. We're, we're kind of starting a grassroots um, thing. Um, so we're looking to have a revival. We have an event planned for November 17th, and that's a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be down at Borderfield State Park, which is right there um, on the border. And uh, it's right by Friendship Park where you can put your hand through and shake the other side. It's oh, right wow. by La Playa in uh -huh. Tijuana. And so we're going to gather there. We're going to have a tent uh, we're going to have worship in, in English and in Spanish. We're going to have prayer. We're going to read scripture. Um, so we are inviting other churches in the South Bay area to participate. And But this is all the very beginning stages. So we're going to be reaching out, and we have people already that are coming together. So yes. it's just really coming together now. Um, we have a Facebook page started. And um, that is located at? At, at? at South Bay Revival. Yes. So you can go there if you like it, then you can follow it. You'll get it in your feed and you'll see uh, what updates. If you want to be, a, if you're listening and you're a part of another church that would might want to be participate mm. in this, please go to there. You can send us a message or post something there. We'll be keeping track of it. We'll be organizing it. Um, we'd love other sponsors to be involved. Yes. And so um, and we are also going to start, uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. So we'll get the word out as much as we can to everyone. Let them know they can participate Saturday, November 17th. And this will be the first of many things. Yes, the first so, of many. Right. So we're just looking for arrival. We're going to start somewhere. And uh, we, we we are welcoming. It's right there by the bullring. Bull so yeah. Tijuana will hear our, our worship and oh. our prayer. And it'll be a sweet incense from, honestly, right there at the border. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much, Mary. Yeah. Appreciate that. And Pastor Aaron, thank you for co-hosting with me in this hour. How remarkable. Any other nuances that you want to share in the minute or so we have left? I would just 
thank you for taking the time and having us on your show. It's Are such you a kidding? pleasure. Our yes. pleasure. Our and, pleasure. And I also just want to just uh, say that uh, the partnership with Grupo Unidad and the Living Word community, we really feel like the Lord led us together. Yes. And um, so we can't do this without them. Um, and so we're just really thankful that Carlos is here. Yes. And uh, just wanted everyone to know that we're brothers. And yes, we are. There you go. And do you have a website that you want to share, Carlos? Uh, just uh, we have the Facebook page. Yes. That's uh, Grupo Unidad San Diego. That's Grupo okay. Unidad San, San Diego. Diego. That's when uh, where you can uh, just see what are we doing. But if you look at the at the Living Word uh, website, then. Yes. You, you you can take a look at uh, yes. what we're doing together. So, and yeah, Pastor Aaron, the, the Living Living Word website, one more time. Sure, livingwordsd.org. That SD is like San Diego. Oh, that's very well yeah. done. Yeah, <laughs> livingwordsd.org. <laughs> Pastor Aaron and Mary Heather Dunn and your team. Uh, thank you, Carlos and Dante, for joining us on this on this segment. My listening friend, uh, we're going to leave San Diego and Mexico and uh, head to Ghana, Africa in the, in the next hour or so. We know you're going to be having fun there as well. We're going to visit uh, the promised land, uh, the promised land, not promised, the promised land uh, ranch. Um, And it's a ministry, it's a ministry in a school uh, in Ghana. And these people have some nuances that they're going to share with you that'll inspire you and encourage you. And so we're leaving uh, San Diego County and heading to Ghana, Africa, when we come back. <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. God loves San Diego, and God loves you, too. This is FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise, KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world. And I think that, that that's appropriate that we're going to tell the world because now we're going to, we spent some time in South Bay, San Diego County, and now we're going to just take a little journey to Ghana, Africa. Africa is a wonderful continent, and God has big plans for Africa. I want to introduce my co-host for this hour, Pastor Tony Arena. Hi, Tony. Hi, Kaz. How you doing? <laughs> Fine. We're going to talk a little about some great things, and you are a board member of this uh, organization. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Pro- Promised Land Ranch School? Well, basically, Promised Land Ranch School is a wonderful school in Africa, and I have brought on brought into the studio here a wonderful couple who has founded uh, the founders founded this there for the founders man. of the school and they're a wonderful couple a great example of the heart of jesus he uh it was the cool thing about this is he brought together a man and a woman one from ghana africa who had a heart for the education of the children of ghana yes. that couldn't afford an education and another lady with the heart of of uh, for kids to know jesus and to understand his love for them and the neat thing about this whole thing is he brought them together. They didn't know each other, one from America, one from Ghana, and look what happened. Yes. Now, if you listen real close, see if you can tell which one is from Ghana. <laughs> John, say hello. 
Hello. Tara, say hello. Hello. See, it's hard to tell, isn't it, with just one word. That's hard hello to tell. is a universal language, yeah, and I think uh, also Jesus is a universal language as right. well. So uh, why don't we introduce uh, John and Tara, and it's ASEAN, correct, John? ASEAN. ASEAN. I, I like that. And uh, you are from Ghana, Africa. Yes, and, I'm and from Ghana. Why don't you give kind of a brief overview about how you met and the vision, and I'm going to you know, let Tony uh, Arena, the co-host for this hour, uh, Ply you with questions, so go ahead, John. Um, I met my wife. Yes, when I was in Malaysia. M- Malaysia. Yes, is that right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, we met on online Christian mingle. Yes. And you know, I have my wife asks, "Hey, John, what do you want to do in future?" I said, "If God bless me, I have to bless the people in Africa because there's no." I mean, it's very difficult to go to school because I didn't, I couldn't afford for my, for my education. My parents couldn't. So my uncle paid for my school fees. So I want to pay it forward to those who cannot afford tuition. Yes. And so yeah. that was your heart cry. But yeah. And uh, you guys, uh, you realized that God had put you together, huh, Tara? Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that story. And then I'm going to have you cast the vision of uh, Promised Land uh, ranch. Okay, Tara, go ahead. It was the desire of my heart that every child know the love of Jesus Christ. Preach it, sis. <laughs> and, uh, and John's dream was to give every child an opportunity to have an education. So when you say every child, you're talking about yeah. every child in Africa. I mean, well, of course, in Ghana, there's a, a lot of children there. Right? It, yes. <laughs> and when we first started the school, I wanted everyone to come to the school. Yes. And my husband, John, said, Tara, there's thousands of children in the in the community where we started the school. He said we can't get them all in, but yes. I said, but we we have to try. Yes, we have to try the best we can to get all the children that God wants to go to school at Promised Land Ranch School. Yes. Uh, we need to bring them as many in as we can get. Yes. So that was the vision, John, that that began. And uh, tell us about the formation of the, the vision. And I don't want to. I don't want to take your place well, here, Tony. He should tell a story about how he found these kids. Why don't you tell him that story about the, the couple of kids you found? Uh, We've got about five minutes in the segment. So go ahead. Anyway. Yes, finding the kids. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. I uh, went to where we bought the property. Yes. We, bought, we have about six and a half acres of land. Six and a half acres of land on the property. That, yeah. On, mm-hmm. And I went there to check what is going on on the property, on the land. So I saw a little kid. They are twins, almost about eight to nine years. Yes, of age. Of age. Yes. And I said, hey, are you not going to school? They said, we are not in school. And... They have no shirt. They have only underwear. Oh just my. a little underwear, like panties or something of that sort. Yes. And so no your, shirt, your, heart, your heart was so quickened. So I said, okay, come. So I took them to the school. I gave them, I gave the kids to the head teacher. And then I bought, I went to town to buy some dress, you know, shoes, you know, do stuff for them. And they start school. Now they are big. <laughs> and, oh God. And... When they are praising God, you will love it. Yes. Because now they can read the Bible. They yes. know the word of God. They know what they are doing. They know this right, this not right. That's so good. You know, and 
godly no. principles yeah. instilled in the young people. Tell us a little bit about, uh, Tara, how many, how many young people are attending school at the ranch? We have um, over 300 children attending school right now. We have classes uh, nursery through eighth grade, and we have um, employed about 15 to 17 teachers and staff. We are a 501c3 nonprofit charity yes. here in the States, mm-hmm. and we are a non-governmental organization in Ghana. So the government has nothing to do with the school. We, yes. we, we run ourselves yes. uh, as a, 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 with God, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> with the hand of God upon the school as well. Exactly. And we, our vision for the school is to incorporate, like I was saying earlier, as many kids as we can. I have... Um, recently learned of a boy, 15 years of age. His name is Raymond, and he is in the third grade. Yes. Now, ordinarily, you would be uh, eight years of age in the third grade. He's 15. Yes. But when I heard this, I was encouraged because God is bringing to fruition the things that we wanted for the school, bringing kids that would n- normally not have an education, bringing them in and learning, oh, yes. Yes. and then them moving fast-tracking forward <laughs> and getting into the grade that they're supposed to yes, be yes, in. Yes. It's, it's exciting. Yes, it's yes, very yes. exciting. Tony, Arena, I know you have some questions for John. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to mention to John is um, some things that really made you uh, really gain your vision to get an understanding. I mean, you came to the Lord back in the early days, and you were a Christian, and then you said something to me once about an uncle. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your sure. uncle and what made you want to pay this forward? Yes. Uh, because um, my dad and my mom can't afford to pay my school fees. So yes. my uncle, my uncle, go ahead and then care for me. Whilst I was, he paid my school fees and then do everything, anything that I need, he give it to me to go to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was oh, kind yeah, of an inspiration yeah, for you to do the same. Me. Do the same. What they me, say, yeah. pay it forward. I pay it forward <laughs> to the other children so that they can read the Bible. They know the word of God. They can. They know about Jesus. Yes. Have you folks figured out who is the African yet? I'm just wondering. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. But no, one of the things too. Uh, John, as uh, his uncle, is part of our board in Africa. Yes. Yes. That's wonderful. wonderful. And, and along with John's best friend, Bashilu. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what? This story is going to unfold as we bring other guests yes. in, won't it? Yes, yes it will. Yes. Well, we're about done with this segment. So a brief word of encouragement to the listeners, John, just a brief, you know, a couple sentences of encouragement to our listening friends who may have a heart yeah. for Africa and maybe Ghana. Um. We need people to pray for us. Yes. All churches to be together to pray for us. We need donors. Yes. Uh, to run the school. Yes. And we need, you know, a school equipment and all those stuff. Yes. We have to buy it. So we pray to God that God will give us the money. God will touch people's heart. God will. I mean, everything is from yes, God. Yes. From God so. yes, yes, yes. And, and Tony, we'll talk. Is it okay yes. if we talk a little bit absolutely. about that in other segments yeah, as well? Absolutely. One last uh, word or two. Well, from, from Tara? Um, well, our vision for the school is to continue. Once we get nursery through 12th grade, we will start other schools in other regions um, in the Ooh. district there. My friend, if you have a heart for uh, Africa, the whole continent, but also Ghana, uh, you, you need to pay close attention 
to the Promise Land Ranch School. Uh, a quick website? PLRGhanaAfrica.com. PLR Africa. Ghana. Ghana. Africa.com. Thank you very much. John, Tara, thank you for joining us. And Tony, you're going to stay with us for the entire hour. We're going to find out more about things like that. I'll introduce you some more. Okay. Well, you heard him, my friend. He's going to introduce us to some more people involved with the Promised Land School. uh, Let me say it properly. Promised Land Ranch School in Ghana, Africa. We're going to find out more about that. And if it tears you Pulls, pulls your heartstring, <clears throat> there's some ways that you can get involved as well. Uh, Tony, we're going to be right back, and I know you're going to stay with me. Look forward to My it. listening friend, do not go away. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And we are indeed back. You know, I thank you very much for returning with us, my friend, on the topic of the Promised Land Ranch uh, School in Ghana, Africa. Boy, oh boy, we're we're, we're skirting the map today. And uh, my co-host is Tony Arena. He's with me. You know, it's always interesting to understand when you see a, a caliber ministry that's reaching out and making a difference. You know, if you dig a little more deeply, you're going to find caliber people. So I'm setting the stage for you Absolutely. to do an introduction here. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, Kaz, what do you think I'm doing sitting here? No, just kidding. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, this, I'm going to turn off his microphone. I just, I'll uh, take it from you. No, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I've, uh, you know, it's funny. I have a wonderful friend, a couple, who have just been such a blessing to me. And, and believe it or not, they get me involved in a lot of stuff. And uh, they're the ones that actually kind of got me started, besides John and Tara. But this wonderful couple was such a blessing to me. I want to introduce them to you. They're a blessing to PLR, great blessing to PLR, Matt and Barbara Moore. Yes. Uh, they're going to share a little bit about how we um, fund the school, the things we do, the, the people who are involved in it, and all the various uh, ways in which we touch the community around us. Very good. And who you want to give the platform to well, first? Well, let's start with tick, Matt tick, first. Tick, tick. Okay, go Matt, ahead. there you go. All Take right. it away. Thank, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Kaz, for, for just the opportunity to be here. Um, I want to give a little background about how we kind of got involved in this. I think it's important to know it. When we started sponsoring a kid, we were one of the first sponsors um, in 2010. Um, our, we call him our son. That's what how they refer to it in Ghana. Uh, little Mackenzie. And um, Back then, I kind of joked with John. I thought, oh, it would be fun to go to Africa someday, mm-hmm. you know, just because it, it would be cool to go to Africa, you know. It's just a cool thing to do. And um, But life got busy. Lots of stuff sure. happened. And about four years ago, John asked me to be on the board. And um, so we joined. It was in the summer, late summer, I think. And, and um, I said, the first thing I got to do before I get, like, 100% committed to this thing. I want to see the school. I want to make sure the money's going where it's supposed to be going and doing what it's supposed to be doing. It was, it was really important to me. And so we, um, the next April, we got on a, on a plane, got over there, um, and Ghana is a very different country. Um, you know, it's kind of dirty, smoggy, mm. trash all over the place. The people are absolutely wonderful. And then we got to our little hotel, which didn't have air conditioning or hot mm. water or anything. Um, but the next morning we got up and we walked to the school. And I walked up and I, and I looked at this building. And the building has, you know, do not build anymore on this. It's kind of a semi-condemned building. Right. 
And we have 150 kids in that school, in that building. Wow. And it was really touching. And as I was talking to the, to the teachers and they were giving me their needs about what they, you know, even as simple as if we had like a small library where kids could, you know, take books home with them, their English speaking would, uh, skills would improve much more quickly. Yes. And it's under, it's important to understand that English is like the second language to everybody in Ghana. Mm-hmm. They have all their different dialects of Ga, but um, years ago they made English the national language. Yes. And after being there and seeing that trip, uh, seeing the kids, falling in love with the kids, I was, I, I was, it was my whole heart. Yes. And I fell in love with them, and I've been in love with them ever since. I've been back two more times. Can't wait to go back again next year. And it's been an amazing time. And I, just a quick story. Our son, Mackenzie, um, was not attending school and uh, didn't know why, didn't know what was going on. Turns out his mother wasn't doing well. His dad was a fisherman and gone from like 3 in the morning till 6 at night and stuff. And so we went over there and met their family. And the mother said, I don't know if I can make him go to school. And the aunt who was there, who knew how important education was, said, yeah. I'll make sure he gets his, you know what, into school every single day. My, my, my. And he has been in school every single day since then, and he's, he's a whiz at mathematics. And so. when, you, when you realize that you actually have an ability to learn things, I mean, a lot of times people go, well, I, I'm just a dummy. I'm never going to learn. But all of a sudden they begin learning things, and all of a sudden they realize they have that power. Absolutely. Uh, th- th- there's a power tied to that, and God yeah. wants to use that power for good. And I know, Barbara, you have some nuances that you want to share with this with your husband Matt and, and uh, Tony just jump on in yeah I, what I was just going to say before we tossed to Barbara is I went with Matt because yes. you know he looked at me and said okay we're going to Ghana together. yes I said, oh we are okay and we went and I was just loving it but so we have traveled together and Barbara such a supportive lady I just want to uh, have Barbara share her perspective of everything that she does and some of the things that she's involved in and some of the people that are involved with our ministry. Barbara Moore. Thank you. So we actually are here to help the children behind the scenes. Yes. Um, There's only really a handful of us on the U.S. team, and there's a great need. The monthly expenses can be very high. Um, Although we are very good stewards, and actually we don't have exceptional expenses the way a traditional American school would. But that being said, um, we know that we needed to help build classrooms, so that we could allow more children to change, have their lives changed, like, like Tara was talking about. So I called it, cried out to God. I said, God, you know, this is too big of a task for us. What do we do? And he said, well, you have not because you ask not. And he told me to sell the milk. And I said, but Lord, we have no cows. Hmm. And he said, well, sell what you have, and I will multiply it like the loaves and the fishes. And so I cried out to him again and said, we have no store. We have no goods. And he said, virtual reality store. We call it the VR store. And what that means is we sell items through social media that people donate. And um, that was quite daunting for me because I barely do Facebook. So but I learned. get this straight. So you're actually, you created a store that's a resource for, for funding the, the Promised Land Ranch School. Exactly. How wonderful. And then we tie that into yard sales that we hold <laughs> a number of times during the year. And no matter the need, God always amazes us. In fact, when Tara brings the proceeds into the bank, turns out that the bank tellers are shocked that we had that much that we were able to make. 
So we don't call them yard sales anymore, Kaz. We call them God sales. Oh, I like that. You know, the the scripture says God gives his children knowledge of witty inventions. And so, my friend, you know, if you have a project that you need to fund, God's going to give you a supernatural way to solve that. And he did that and is doing that with Promised Land Ranch School. Mm -hmm. So I guess this would be a good time to to mention some uh, connection information, like uh, websites and things like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, if if, uh, folks would just write down plrghanaafrica.com, that's our website, and you can also get us from a lot of other media sources. You can follow us on Instagram, and what are some of the other ones, guys? Facebook. Yes, on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Things like that, yeah. So they all kind of funnel into our, our, our plrghanaafrica.com. And you can actually sign up to donate there. You can become a sponsor of a child, yes. and that's what we're really all about. And I've sponsored a couple of kids, and um, I got my son to sponsor yes. one, of the, one of the kids' uh, brother, one of my daughter, one, I call her my daughter, my, uh, her her brother. So it's kind of neat when we go back there and we see them. We take them some gifts, and and uh, it's just like like Matt said, you fall in love with these kids. Listen yes. to them sing the the gospel songs and yes. the, and the uh, wonderful hymns and the things that they sing, and the, it's just it's just a, a heart wrenching thing. It really gets to you, and it's just a blessing. Yes, you. We've got about Tony. We've got a, my co host, um, Tony Arena, is uh, kind of helping me. Uh, orchestrate this. We've got about a minute left. Would you like to have each one of these folks give yeah, a little why don't you brief comment? A little bit about some We've of got the about thirty that... seconds each. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanted to mention that um, we actually are sending barrels of food to the school as well. Three thousand pounds that we're sending um, even now, and we want to give a shout out to Grace Church uh, San Marcos and New Creation Church San Diego, Red Seal Ministries Claremont, and mm. other individuals that have been able to help us. And in addition to that, we've had a great project with Classical Academy High School in Escondido. And um, we're looking to work with more people, more organizations, more schools. And we're very excited. We especially want to have a sponsor for every child. Yes. That's our ultimate goal. These are churches. I know a number of these churches, remarkable pastors, remarkable congregations. And my friend, this is maybe something you want to pay attention to as well. Thank you, Barbara Moore. And Matt, a brief, very brief comment here as we go to a break. Um, just that uh, you, you get on our website. I like it. Donate and and fall, and sponsor a kid because you can have a relationship with this kid. We go back every year and we bring presents for for the kids and stuff. And it's really all about the children. It's about giving yes. hope. It's about giving them a hope and a future. That's good. And uh, and, and an expected end if you want to use a scripture. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, uh, Matt and Barbara Moore. And uh, Tony, we, you're going to stay with me for a segment or two, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I think you're going to have to hear me a little more oh, on the next we segment. We love it. We you. love it. My friend, uh, so we've just kind of opened oh, opened up the topic of uh, Ghana um, and Africa and the promised land a ranch school we're going to find out more about that and not only about that but how you know you can invest and invest in this as well um i'll tell you what you know we some of us don't have the opportunity to travel there i know some of our friends here from the radio show before in the past have gone to, to africa but you may not have an opportunity to travel there but your finances and your support can travel there and god counts that just the same that's right. Tony, is, stay with us for the next yep. couple segments. Yes, sir. My listening friends, thanks, thanks by the way, Matt and Barbara Moore. And uh, we're going to be back, and we're going to talk more about the Promised Land Ranch School in Ghana, Africa. Do not go away, because we've only just begun. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.
Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on KPRAX. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on KPRAISE. Here's Kaz Taylor. And thank you very much. You know, before we dive into the show, I want to remind you some amazing thing has happened on KPRZ. KPRZ is now not only AM, but it's also FM. So you can listen to KPRZ on FM 106.1 in North County, San Diego. And you can listen to uh, KPRAISE uh, on AM 1210 San Diego, AM 1210 KPRAISE as well. So you can go either one of those two places and enjoy this, or you can actually go on the Internet and go to www.kprz.com and click the Listen Live button. So, I mean, a lot of different ways to find out more what's going on. But uh, Cape Praise, we're going to not only take you to San Diego County, but right now in this segment with my uh, co-host, Tony Arena of the Promised Land Ranch School in Ghana, Africa, we're going to take a little troll to, uh, stroll to... Uh, to Africa. So, and you have, we're going to have you bring someone on to tell a little bit more of the underpinnings of the ministry. So, why don't you do the introduction and, and you take it from here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I asked Tara to step in, but she, this segment, she wanted me to take and, and share most of the stuff. And, and that's I'll, Tara. At the end, I'm going to have her share a couple of things. Tara Asin. Tara Asin. One of the founders. Yeah, one of the founders. Her, okay. and, her and John Asin. Of the um, Promised Land Ranch School. Promised Land Ranch School in Ghana, Africa, uh, dot com. So, anyway. PLR, GhanaAfrica.com. Don't forget that, folks. Anyway, we, um, one of the things I wanted to mention to you is about the staff. We, we talk a lot about creating a school and, and how, how it all happens. You know, John talked about finding that you know, a couple on his property and took them down there and got them started. And as time has gone on, we started with 10 kids. They ended up being 30 kids. And then they had brought this property actually prior to the school starting. Like, we're going to buy this property or we're going to build a building and all these. Well, we don't realize all the steps in between, but God did. And now uh, we've got 17 teachers in this school. Or, actually, some of them are teachers. Some of them drive the bus. Some of them cook because we do provide the kids with a couple, uh, couple of meals a day. We have a little bit of medical attention that they get. So we have a little uh, person that comes and provides that. Uh, when I went there, my job was to check out the curriculum to make sure that it was a godly curriculum. It was biblical, yeah. and it was a very sound biblical curriculum. There's a couple of little things that I had mentioned to them, but no big deal, but it was very good. One of the joys of being there was listening to these kids sing and also listen to them uh, declare who they are in Christ. Because one of the things they would say every morning was, I am a child of God, and I am fearfully, wonderfully made. Yes. And they had a lot more that went with that that identified them in Christ. And I thought that was really important. Yes, it is. And, you know, one of the things that really thrills God's heart is when people have a benevolence in their heart to see other people come to know him. Yes. How remarkable is that? And when you have youngsters in uh, Ghana, Africa, that would have never had an opportunity to get this depth of education and to see how this impacts lives is remarkable. And my friend, just it, you know, it's not a big investment on something like this, but the uh, outcome uh, is uh, amazing. It's a lot of hands doing a little. <laughs> it's a lot of hands doing a little. You know, and one of the neat things is we do have Emmanuel Baden over there. That was... Uh, uh, John's uncle and his best friend, Bashira Akambi, they're our African connection. They take care of, they're volunteers. They don't get paid. In fact, n- nobody that uh, is on the administrative part of this thing gets paid. Mm-hmm. We're all volunteers. 
and uh, and then we have a pretty good sized board here. We started out with small board, but now we've got some. We've got people we're adding. Uh, we've got the Moors. We've got our, me and me and my wife Nancy, and then we've got Jody Runchy, and uh, her son has been helpful to us. Volunteers part of the board, and also um, a gentleman named Pastor Barry Harris, Barry Mary mm-hmm. Barry Harris Ministries, and Mark Thompson. They have been a great blessing to our, our ministry, and they're from. Um, uh, from New Creation New Creation Church. Church. I knew you, I help you, remembering things. But anyway, uh, just some great things going on, and and we're looking always for more more relationship, more people helping us because you know more hands makes the load a lot easier. Yeah. And, and let, uh, let me do a quick quick shout out to we, to Jody Ronchi because she is one of those people. She's one of those uh, fire hydrants, right? You yes. know, you walk up to her and she just spills. Uh, God's stuff, and, and she I, also I, helps keep things going and yep. keeps things on track. Because one of the, one of the things we're going to hear from in the, in the next segment is uh, one of the founding people, uh, and I, I think you should talk about Paul a little bit. You know, Pastor Paul Bartomey, um was our pastor at the time when we started the school, and he now sits on the board as an advisory board member. We'll be hearing from him the next segment. Yes, yes. He was a he, he and the church were a spiritual covering. For the organization when we first started up until he moved to West Dallas, Wisconsin. Yes. So we're going to actually, in the last segment, we're going to have a phone call. Boy, yes. we're all over the globe, aren't we? I know. We're in the United States, and we're also in in, in San Diego, and yes. we're in South Bay, and now we're going to be in Wisconsin, and we're in, in, in Ghana, Africa. I mean, we're multifaceted, there aren't we? There we, we are. Wanna, <laughs> we want to get everybody involved. And <laughs> yeah. if, you know, if, you're, if, you're over, if you're someplace over some other place, we want you involved in any part of the country that you're in. Um, but especially here in San Diego, because we know we're really a local station, and we're reaching out to uh, people who are right here locally. Um, some of the other things that uh, you know Matt mentioned about the building we were in it was a funny thing: is we got into this building with the thirty students, and then that that soon exploded to one hundred and fifty. When we got there, we were told it was two hundred. When we got there, it was one hundred and fifty because they had to let fifty students go, and this was a heartbreaker when we had to say to fifty students. We're sorry, we can't have you in here. And the reason we couldn't is because we were so full of kids that the government, when they came by and looked at the building, too many. They were just too many, yes, and yeah. they wrote on the side of the building that that this building needed to be upgraded and fixed. And it really lit a fire. It was the Lord kind of had, does things, and He created a situation where these people came along, said we couldn't stay in this building. So now, what to do? Well, God knew that it was time for us to start considering building uh, this our own building. We had a start, but it was a small start. And those each classroom is about sixteen hundred bucks, mm-hmm. about yes. three or four thousand dollars per building, uh, which is really pretty inexpensive if you think about it. But we had to get involved right away in that, and that's some of the things we did. And so, anyway, uh, it's really cool to see it's coming along. We're in our second building now. We do need some help, so if you could help, that'd be great. Yes, yeah, and, we uh, do need help on the property. Uh, we've built four classrooms, uh, grades four, five, six, seven are in that uh, in those four classrooms, and then we've started building an additional four classrooms. Our goal is to get all the children down onto the property because the elementary grades are still up in the temporary schoolhouse yes. within the village. And this was the voice of one of the founders, Tara, uh, Tara Asian, and uh, we're really glad that you guys, you and John, had this vision. So I know you, you have some other things that you would like to bring to the table well, here. Just a couple of quick things. We, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of the kids that are there. I just want to mention um, we've got one young man named Ransford, and just a wonderful young, young, young boy. He's about eight years old. 
and he want, he comes to the school and is the cool school is really close to his his brother who died who there's a cemetery there and he's very close to that so he gets to visit his brother and that was one of the things he told me about why he likes to come to school huh. and then uh, re- recently on our second trip back we found out he lost his mother oh and uh, that was really kind of a sad thing and so this kid's got his father and he's got us and and you know what it's just such a blessing to be able to help him and then I I sponsor a little girl named Gifty she's a wonderful little girl she actually is the grandchild of the folks that we bought the property from originally. Mm-hmm. And so she was an original school, kid in the school, came when she was three or four years old. Now she's like 12. And, um, you know, it's just an amazing young woman uh, becoming a real a godly young lady. Yes. I know you have other things you want to say, and we've got about a couple minutes left in this segment. But, Tara, why don't you tell me a little bit about the God influence in the, in the school? Uh, when people want to support things, they want to know that uh, the Lord is magnified. So you want to spend a moment talking about that? The children uh, pray. There's prayer in the morning. So all the children pray and they bow their heads and hold their hands together and they sing praise to the Lord. They pray. They pray the Father's, uh, uh, the Our Father prayer. Yep. And uh, the main thing is they speak English. Yes. Speak English every day so they can be a greater influence in and throughout their community. Well, that's just so true. And God is magnified. Uh, Jesus is famous in the community <laughs> through Promised Land Ranch yes. because everyone wants to bring their children to Promised Land Ranch because our kids are brilliant. Yes. They're winning district spelling bees, first, second, and third place. My, my. And our teachers are outstanding. Yes. So others in, within the Ningle Prom Prom District want to bring their children to Promised Land Ranch School. So uh, let me, I'm, I'm going to expand this uh, globally, your comment there, because I, having an education is invaluable. And, you know, in, in, in California, we've kind of let the school uh, go by the wayside. And, and what God wants to do, not only in America, but he also in places like Ghana, Africa, and other areas of the continent of Africa, yes. he wants to... Int- Train up a child in the way they, they should, should go, go, and when they were older, they shall not, not depart, depart from it. From it. Right. So what we're doing is we're encouraging you, my listening friend, to be involved in education, yes. and uh, not only in San Diego and, and maybe vote this November, for example, but also mm-hmm. maybe you want to invest in schools and other things that are going on in other countries. Yes. And I, I can't think of a better place uh, right now than the, the Promised Land Ranch a school in yes. Ghana, Africa. So we've got about... Uh, 10 or 15 seconds. Well, I just wanted to say one quick thing. You know, Ghana, Africa is a very stable government. And I just kind of had a vision of, of us being like a tip of the spear, being able to enter into Africa in a place where there is relatively stability, yes. get something really strong, and then we could launch from there. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Promised Land Ranch uh, in Ghana, Africa, but we're going to do it via Wisconsin. Can yes, you believe this? Yes, we're going to be right yeah. back, and you're going to love it. Yes. <laughs> More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. 
And Tony Arena, thank you for joining me as co-host for this hour. It's been fun visiting Ghana, Africa. I tell you, just amazing. But we've been visiting Ghana, Africa by way of Wisconsin in this last segment. Yes. So (laughs) don't you just love it? You know, God's people all over the earth can uh, vest into what God's doing all over the earth. And uh, all of a sudden, the church is the church, and the world is amazed on how we love one another. And that's remarkable. And I know that uh, you've got another favorite person or favorite people in Wisconsin as well. So why don't you do yes. the introduction to our one of our favorite people that I yes. hasn't well, met is, yet? This is Paul um, Bartlemy. And, you know, Paul's another one of my dear friends who, and as was mentioned, was really our first pastor was covering a ministry yes. and making sure everything was uh, going right. And also, um, he, he also does guitar lessons, which I've taken a guitar oh, lesson like from him. He's a really <laughs> wonderful teacher. But the greatest thing about Paul is just an exciting guy who loves this ministry. And we just asked him to come on and share a little bit about how you can uh, uh, sponsor and help yes. our ministry. And um, so I think we have him on the phone. I think we do. Vintage yeah. Church, Wisconsin, uh, mm-hmm. Pastor Paul Bartlemy. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks. How about yourself? We're doing, we're doing fine. We've been, you know, we've been teasing the listeners that we were going to Wisconsin in the last segment, but there you, now you've fulfilled our promise. Thank you very much. Tony, why don't you do the interview? Yeah, Paul, uh, you know, we, we talk about sponsoring children and the various things we do. You, you shared some great things uh, in the past uh, at various events we've had. Would you just share some of those things with us? Sure. Thanks, Tony. Uh, first of all, I would like to just uh, address all the listeners out there and paint a little picture for you. Um, I remember about six or seven years ago that Tara had told me a story about one of those little children, uh, one of those students in first or second grade that had no hope of an education whatsoever. So in Ghana, there's a fishing industry, and the only hope they have is to join their father uh, in his little fishing business. I mean, they're not going to learn to write or read or really anything at all. That's the only hope they have. And Tara told me about how they, when they opened the school, the, they would come to school and they would learn things, and they were so hungry to learn not only about the scholastic uh, things, but to learn more about Jesus. And um, Tara told me a really heart-wrenching story about how she caught one of the children kind of gnawing on the eraser of her pencil. Mm. And she said, oh, my gosh, they, they're hungry. They're coming to school hungry. And so that brought about a deep conviction to um, also provide food. And that also grew to providing health care and providing clean water. I mean, these were little children that were walking literally miles to school. They just lived and breathed and absolutely loved the school. And their families were blessed as a result, too. So we're talking about a region here that is getting really super blessed by the love of Christ through this Christ-centered education. And the vision is to just raise up the next generation of Christian leaders to transform that region. And so I'm really excited about what the Lord has been doing and and what he will continue to do. Um, Yeah. So thanks for letting me share that story. Sure. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great story, Paul. I know you've got a lot of other things that you've shared with us in the past. Uh, Have you had anything else you'd like to, uh, you feel it's on your heart you ought to share with us right now? 
absolutely. You know, the Lord. You're asking. A, you know, you're asking a pastor this question. <laughs> you no, know, I realize that, Cass. But you know, you just open the door. And, oh my there you go. Come on, Pastor yeah, Paul. Well, there goes the second. You know, as I was listening in on the show, Jesus had reminded me of His very words: "To whom much is given, much is required," and uh, it, that's implying that everything we have belongs to God ultimately. Again, to much to whom much is given. He has blessed us immeasurably in America. These are God's resources of money and time. And, you know, in Psalm 25, it says the earth and everything in it belongs to the Lord. So, uh, so much is required of us as, as Christians in America to bless the world, not just our Jerusalem or our hometown, but Judea, Samaria, even to the ends of the earth, all the way to Ghana, Africa. And, and some of the listeners may be saying, but, but no, you don't understand. This is not, I don't really have anything to give. Listen, we are a wealthy people. You may know about the quote, if you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. If you have money in the bank, you have some spare change in your wallet, you're among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. So my cry, my heart cry at this very moment is that, is that you would just take a look at your budget and just kind of reconsider knowing that one day we are going to be held to account for what God has given us. We're called to glorify him. We're called to advance his kingdom on the earth. We're called to, to spread his love and the gospel message. So I, I just really, you know, my heart was just kind of going to burst if I didn't share that with your listeners. So, you know, the website again is plrghanaafrica.com, PLR for Promised Land Ranch, plrghanaafrica.com. Listen, I would like to encourage you to just go to that website you could make tonight. Some of you, I bet, have the capacity to give a $15,000 donation to build the kitchen at the school. Some of you are laughing, but some of you actually have that capacity. Uh, others of us, maybe we can only give $25 a month for the general fund. But I just want to encourage you to uh, to do that and then on that day capital d on that day when we stand to give an account for everything that god has given us so many ways that he's blessed us like yeah you know what i could go to starbucks two or three times less per week mm. i i could i could make this change and and then make it a family affair as well it's an awesome opportunity to gather your kids around expand their worldview to realize, wow, we have such an awesome opportunity to just put a smile on God's face. So. Wow, wow, wow. Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul Bartleby and, uh, from Vintage Church, Wisconsin. We've only got a minute or two left, yeah. but I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. I know you want to close this out, but I'm going to yeah. ask you, can you say a word of in, just a general encouragement to California, Wisconsin, bless California, uh, and then we'll, get, then we'll close out this show. But it's an opportunity for Come Together San Diego to be Come Together America. So would you just uh, a, a 20, or se- 20 second or so uh, a prayer or uh, encouragement to we Californians, Pastor Paul? Sure. sure, to the Californians and uh, and abroad, all the way out to Wisconsin, all the way out to 
New York and Florida and everywhere um, in America. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would you would break our hearts, Lord, that you would set us free from the love of money, from mm. materialism, mm. from the ailments that we as Americans uh, so easily fall into because, Lord, you said that it's more blessed to give than to receive. And we either get that or we don't get that, Lord. And so I just pray you'd set us free to just be a blessing with the great, great wealth that you've given us. Yes. Thank you. Um, and that we can experience life and that more abundantly, yes, knowing yes. that we're making an impact, not only in our backyards, but all the way on the other side of the world, yes. Ghana, Africa. So, Pastor Lord, I Paul. just thank you yeah. thank for you, doing Pastor that. Paul. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, amen. Pastor Paul Bartleby, thank you very much for uh, sharing a little bit of wisdom from Wisconsin, and we've got about a little less than a minute, so we need to give websites right. and things like that, Absolutely. and the team will say so long after that. Go ahead. Yeah, again, uh, Tony, again that website is plrghanaafrica.com. plrghanaafrica.com. Boy, Just oh check us out there. You can donate. You can see a little bit more about the ministry. If you have any interest, call one of us. On, I think there's probably going to be phone numbers there for you to call, and uh, we'll, we'll certainly take any help that we can get. Very Tara, you have something to add? Well, we, we've got about uh, zero seconds left yeah. in the show. But my friend, I know, I know that you've enjoyed our journey uh, from uh, South Bay, San Diego, all the way to Ghana, Africa. And uh, once again, I'm going to ask Tara quickly to the website, and then we're going to say so long. com. Okay, my friends from San Diego, from South Bay, San Diego, from Wisconsin, and uh, from Ghana, Africa. 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 All of us say good night and may God bless. Bye. Good night. Bye. May God bless. Bye, everybody. God bless. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.